0: Of the UN's founders.
1: Who has the milk and apples? Oh. Who has the milk and apples? Oh. Who has the and apples? Oh. Who has the We pick on them! Our oh. oh. enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so will we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And
2: neither do we. They want us to leave. That's what they want us to do. And I think the world would be better off if we did leave.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Animal Farm on the We the People radio network. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm hanging here with my fellow freedom fighters, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And we got Hyatt on the soundboard, as always. Hello. It is February 20th. 2008, and we have a special announcement to make. Very special. Drumroll, please, pious yeah. We are going to be moving our time slot from Tuesdays and Thursdays, six to eight central, seven to nine eastern. We are, we are, we are moving on up there, Ben. Absolutely. We've been granted some extra time to entertain and inform you, the listener. Uh, we've been getting great feedback on our end, and uh, the network's been getting great, great feedback too. So, thank you very much out there for. Uh, for we're feeding the flames
4: absolutely all the support and all
3: the emails we really appreciate
4: all the listenership and we have a couple new listeners tonight so hello and welcome to the animal farm and uh we really appreciate it ben you know we're just trying to do our best and the response has been great so we're going to keep up the good work that's all
3: hell yeah call number is 888-202-1984 website is animalfarmshow.com if you want to drop us an im our aol screen name is animal farm show all one word so uh, let's get into some news here, Tony. What do we got? Well, Ben, uh,
4: I'm the last person that has to tell you this, like I always say, but is you know, as if George Bush hasn't destroyed the integrity of America and insulted the intelligence of our country, George, no. and the people of our country. Uh, <laughs> if he hasn't embarrassed our country enough, he came out. He was interviewed on NBC's Today Show on Tuesday morning. He came out and denied that there is any link between the faltering U.S. economy and the $10 billion a month. Uh, you know, the amount of money being spent on the Iraq war. I got to play, I got to, you wouldn't believe it unless I played it, so let me just play this clip. But this just baffles me, and I, I can believe it because it's George Bush, but I still can't believe it. Americans
5: believe that they feel they're carrying uh, the burden because of this economy. The economy yeah, well, they say is suffering because of this. Economy. I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that. It has nothing think. to do with the economy of the war, depending on so. the war.
2: I think actually the spending on the war might help with jobs. Yeah? Uh, yeah, because we're buying equipment and people are working. I think this economy is. Is uh, down because we built too many houses.
1: Mm. <laughs> the
2: economy adjusting. On the other hand, we're just what? about to kick out 157 billion dollars to to our taxpayers and oh, businesses yeah. and uh, you know other families so that we can get this economy going. But I- Ben,
1: Ben, <laughs> okay. You
4: know, I, I guess I guess it's the same old stuff. But you know, again, 10 billion dollars a month is being spent on this war. We all know we've, we went. To to war, war under false yeah, pretenses. We know it's
3: 14 billion dollars. We,
4: we know it's undeclared, and we can we can argue till we turn blue in the face whether or not this war is just, if it's right, if it's what we need to be doing. But how could you sit there as the president of the United States and say there's no link between our falling economy, possible recession? And the war it's um, it's unfathomable, so uh... you know I, I figured I, I don't think so. I don't you know
3: I, don't I don't think just so. kind of don't going down because we built too many houses. too many houses. This, this is the reason why the sky is that has the lowest approval rating of all time in history this by the way control. yeah, I know it's official <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> give so, me some applause <laughs> five, got the lowest presidential approval rating ever 19% 19% this guy has <laughs> right now clinton's lowest was 36% george herbert walker's lowest was 29% reagan's lowest 35 carter's lowest 28 ford's lowest 37 nixon's lowest was 23 and Johnson's loss was 30, was uh 35. So this guy is well below the rest of the uh the rest of the losers. Out there. Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, Laura beginning to grimace a little bit. She said, "He's getting awfully windy." He is. He's
4: getting windy, folks. He really is. I don't. I guess that must be the result of all the, the drugs and cocaine.
6: I, I and, I'm, and I'm drugs not, and alcohol.
4: Thank you, George. I'm not really. I don't want to sit here and bash Bush. It's not what we're we're all about here. But the fact of the matter is, we all know that the economy has been uh, obviously not doing so well. There's been a lot of problems. We're of a recession, all the Ben Bernanke activity that's been going on with him being interviewed and, and talking in front of Congress. But, you know, we can argue to we're blue in the face as well, Ben, on how much it's been affecting our economy. But we know that the war is affecting the economy. The fact that our president says it's not, he doesn't think so. It's just absurd. And And just to follow up the lunacy, I read this article and You know, by all means, call in if you disagree, but out of Al Jazeera, they released a full transcript of Al Qaeda's leader's tape. I guess there's another Bin Laden tape, which is entitled, Bin Laden, the goal is to bankrupt the U.S., and I don't believe a word of this. Nevertheless, (laughs) Al Jazeera aired portions of the videotape Friday, but released the full transcript of the entire tape on its website on Monday. Quote, We are continuing this policy in bleeding America to the point of bankruptcy, Allah willing, and nothing is too great for Allah, Bin Laden said in the transcript. Now, folks, I don't know (laughs) anything about the religion... um the Muslim religion, but can you please tell me if they actually say Allah willing, as if an you know, American would say, oh, you know, hopefully the weather will clear up, God willing. I don't know if God they, willing. Allah willing. I mean, did, was this not written by someone in this country? Jeez. <laughs> he said the Mujahideen fighters did the same thing to the Soviet Union in Afghanistan in the 1980s, using guerrilla warfare and the War of Attrition to fight tyrannical superpowers. We, alongside the Mujahideen, bled Russia for 10 years until it went bankrupt and was forced to withdraw the defense. Feet, bin laden said so again then the gist of the articles that bin laden is saying that oh yes you know their goal is to bankrupt us our president doesn't think the war has anything to do with the fact that our economy is declining and bin laden of course is the you know, to blame
3: well bin laden was was somebody that was saying that well well before the war even started of course you know what i mean was our goal is to bankrupt the United States, and uh, to, his goal was to do exactly what we're doing right now.
4: Right. And even if Bin Laden had nothing to do with the U.S., <coughs> Tim Osman, oh, excuse me, I just have a little cough there, even if that's not even true, it doesn't matter. I mean, you there's not enough salt on this earth to take this article into consideration to think that, oh, yes, this is all Bin Laden's fault, or he's even saying this at this point. Just give me a break. I mean, we know who's bankrupt in the U.S., at the very least, it's the Federal Reserve. The fact that our dollar is worth zip, worth, what, 70% less than it was in 1980, bin, something along those lines. Yeah, and again, I'm no expert on finance, but hey, I know more than George Bush. And that's I guess that's not saying so much. Yeah,
3: well, I mean that that really yes. has to do with our, our economy more than anything else. You know, that that that's the type of thing that's really that's really killing us, and that has a lot to do with our foreign policy in general. You know, when we go around policing the world, a lot of people lose confidence in us as a con- country. Don't want to trade with us as much, and it lowers our value. It yeah. lowers the value of our dollar and, and our currency in general. I mean, it's. it's It's a shame, it really
4: is, and take it for what it's worth, but I even read an article, I think it was two, two and a half weeks ago, where... Uh, many shops in, in New York City are starting to accept euros, Ben. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I, and I and never... He's flashing
4: them in his rap Well, yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that, that was what? You know, a year ago or so, but nevertheless... uh Don't rule you know, everything
3: around me. Yeah. You know, I guess dollar when, dollar bill, when
4: shops in New York are starting to accept euros,
3: and, and maybe that's
4: fine. And maybe there's no problem there, but to me, it just it seems like that is indicative of how bad the dollar is and how other countries are starting to try to cash in on the fact that our currency is worth so little. Yeah. Um, and again, we can argue all day on what the cause is and why it's happening, but we know for sure at the Federal Reserve since 1913 has has had a lot to do with it. Once again, the call in number is 888-202-1984. We will take your calls. I do uh, want to bring some comic relief to the show because I know we've already gotten off to an unbelievable start here. <laughs> ben, I read this and I can relate. I love video games, but... This is, I, I'm assuming this is a true story, but nevertheless, it's a very funny article. Video gamers, I have killed them all call leads to an arrest out of an associated... <laughs> <laughs> a call mistakenly made by a victorious video gamer led to his arrest on an outstanding warrant. Authorities arrested Thomas Ballard, 29, of Delhi early Monday after a woman reported receiving a late night call from someone saying, I have killed them all. Ballard's number showed up on the woman's caller ID. He called by mistake, Ben, meaning to instead, uh, meaning to uh, get, I guess he was trying to call his friend to boast about his, you know, his amazing uh, video game experience. (laughs) He uh, was was trying to call a buddy about an Xbox game. So authorities following up at the address after the woman contacted them, they investigated whether there had been any foul play and they found no evidence of wrongdoing. But they did find in the process of identifying Ballard that he had a five-year-old warrant out of Baton Rouge charging him with failure to appear on a possession of cocaine charge ballard was booked i mean you know it's (laughs) i feel bad but it is humorous i'm sorry ballard was looked uh, was booked into the richland parish detention center for extradition uh, to Baton Rouge, so oh, the poor guy. I mean, if he just would have dialed the right number, he could have had his fame, he could have had his glory. But unfortunately, you know, you got You got to be careful. But another non-violent drug user <laughs>
0: thrown into the pen, <laughs> wow. unbelievable. Sucks.
4: Oh boy. So you know, there's a lot of lots of news tonight, Ben. And we're going to try to jump around and, and and like I said, get your calls. But there's a lot of topics that that came out, and we also want to follow up. We have some follow-up stories out of last week, and I do want to make this point. Uh, we talked about the Hope Steffi case, and there's nothing new that I have found, Ben. And we're trying to keep up to date on that case. Hope Steffi, S-T-E-F-F-E-Y, folks, Google it. If you haven't watched the video, a woman in Ohio was uh, brutally assaulted by police officers. Yeah, so if
3: you haven't watched the video, get, that, get a bucket next to you. Yeah, you it's,
4: it it's one of the hardest videos to watch, but the, the moral of the story and the, and the whole wrap-up was that an innocent woman who was the victim of a an assault, she was assaulted by her cousin. Long story short, she ended up on the face down in the jail cell floor with men and women, Ben, uh, you know, in the jail cell floor, carrying her clothes off, they left her naked for six hours, no phone call, and she had to wrap herself up with toilet paper to keep warm and to not expose herself. So we're trying to find out more. There is a lawsuit going on, so chances are we're not going to hear too much. But I want to make this point, man, because, you know, we're not just here all day just to talk about how bad the cops are and all these things. And, and these incidents that happen, we don't like them. They really fire us up. We want to get uh, people involved. We want to make things different and, and talk about solutions. But I will say that there is some good news because, As the Hope Steffi case started to get more exposure, and again, that happened in 2006, but it's starting to get exposure now um, as a result of a Freedom of Information Act to get the video from the the deputies, a lot more videos have come out. In fact, last week, Ben, we talked about the quadriplegic man who was dumped on a jail cell floor. videos
6: galore last week. I mean,
4: that's, that's horrible in and of itself, but here's the... Somewhat good news. There are other incidents that have happened in the last couple of years. In fact, Ben, at that same prison, at that same establishment where the quadriplegic man was dumped, another incident happened that's very controversial, and I want to play Fox's coverage of it, and then I'll talk about how this is somewhat good news
5: and there's new controversy look at this at the same jail that florida jail where a deputy threw a disabled man out of his wheelchair you are looking at this new video a woman says the police roughed her up sheriff's deputies when she was being booked this was about 18 months ago brian and video shows the deputy grabbing woman by the hair as you just saw then wrestling her to the ground and throwing some punches in this instance the sheriff says there was no wrongdoing despite what it looks like here because the perpetrator was fighting back, the sheriff says.
4: It's just another trend we hear. Every single time someone is assaulted, it's always, oh, they were resisting arrest, so they were fighting. Here's the point, and I have another act, another event that's even more horrid than this one, but the good news, Ben, as bad as these incidents are, and they are terrible, and a lot of times it's male-on-female beatings or whatever sexual cases, at least because of video, because of technology, because of the Internet, because of communications, uh, we're now starting to see these incidents. And there have been a lot of people that I've talked to that have said, well, you know, th- this has probably been going on for years and since the 1900s. And maybe it has. Maybe corruption's always been a problem. And I'm sure at some level it always has. Yeah. But the the bottom line is that it's being exposed now more than ever. In the last five to ten years, the, the Internet has really served as a tool for people to get the word out. So uh, more cases are going to be talked about. And I think the more you listen and the more you focus on news and follow news, you're going to hear a lot more about these things happening, but the good news is that at least we're finding out about it, and now we can start taking action.
3: It's great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everybody's everybody's getting cameras, everybody has their uh, ability to upload their videos, you know. It's all becoming very mainstream, cameras are cheaper, internet, it's uh, you know, connections are cheaper, uh, uploading videos is easier, faster is getting great, so, so we're able to share information much faster now. Uh, so, like I was saying last week, I do encourage everybody to buy a video camera for their car, no matter how cheap it is, whether it's $50 out there, just to just to capture whatever's happening there. Absolutely. You know? Flick it on when a cop pulls you over. Uh, make sure that everything's cool. You can take that to court with you if you're going to fight it, and, uh, and just defend yourself, you know? Defend yourself against fascism.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, we always preach respect for police officials, and we always will uh, preach that here, but the other positive note of you know, it's it's a trend, and, and now we start seeing the trend, and I have a feeling that we're going to hear a lot more about these terrible incidents. But again, I think it's because the victims now understand that. Well, they see something on TV, or they they look on YouTube, or they you know watch their local news channel, and they're saying, Hey, this person had a similar incident that I did. I was assaulted, and they're going now. They're they're following suit. Yeah. Maybe it's starting to open up the mind and say, Yes, maybe I can. You know, bring this up.
3: And I think there's some good that comes out That's of it. What I'm loving the skating community is doing that. You know, the skating communities out there, and they're they're bringing their video cameras wherever they're going. And every time a fat-bellied cop, you know, harasses some, some young kid, they're whipping out their cameras and, and you know, exposing yeah. the corruption.
4: Well, so. technology is, is really giving us a lot of tools there as far as just as cameras alone. But there was another incident where uh, another male cop just beat the hell out of a woman who I think was convicted on a DUI charge. i want to play some of this audio and talk about it.
7: A Louisiana police officer is out of a job, and it's all because of what he did to a female officer, prisoner.
0: Pardon me. A severe beating that's... It was a prisoner. It was not an officer, just to clarify. Sent the victim to the hospital, and it was all caught on camera. Troy Hayden, live with a look at what happened. Troy. Hey, John, just look at this
7: woman after the beating. Not a pretty picture. She's got a big cut. Take this uh, full screen if we can, Mike. You can see she's got a big cut on her forehead that was opened up. Had to be all stitched up. Her eyes are all black and purple down here. She's got a big, fat lip. Some teeth are broken. And this all happened while she was in handcuffs in a police station.
1: Hmm.
4: It sounds eerily similar to the Hope Steffi case.
7: A woman struggles with a police officer, ends up badly injured. Let's start at the beginning of this tape. The woman asked to make a phone call. She was arrested for DUI. You've got to
1: let me talk to you. No, I've to call them. you. You can't not let me talk to you. He cuffs her. Are you
4: serious? Alright, you guys can fetch this clip for yourself. I mean, the moral of the story was the camera at one point, this isn't like an interrogation type of room. He cuffs the woman, and again, she's, you know, she's convicted on DUI, so she was guilty. But the camera gets blocked, and it looks as though Ben, it's from another deputy, stands in front of the camera. And I'm not even kidding, do the search for yourself. I don't have this woman's name. Just type in cop beats female inmate, and there is a pool of blood on the floor, Ben. It's almost bigger than she is, and her she looks like a raccoon. She got the hell beat out of her, but yeah. we're going to take your calls when we get back. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. we got a lot to talk about. Thanks for joining us. We see our turn.
8: This is Dr. Katherine Albrecht, I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com, your one-stop travel agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available, and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today.
9: Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enterfood. Enterfood is far none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, gulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enterfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder. Every day is all it takes No fillers, no miracle claims No magic bullets Just a real product with real results Call them today and mention Jack Flood And get a special discount Get the two pack special with the coconut oil powder Call them now 1-866-762-9238 one 762 9238 Or simply go to Enterfood.com That's E-N-E-R Enterfood.com Tell them Jack Flood sent you
7: You can get justice. If you've been railroaded by the system, there is something you can do. I'm Randy Kelton from the Rule of Law on We The People Radio Network. At our new seminar, we'll demonstrate our techniques to enforce due process. Every step the jackbooted police and corrupt courts take is horrendously illegal. Whatever the details of your case, when public officials violate law, they disqualify themselves and the prosecution. We will show you what crimes they routinely commit as a matter of policy. We will provide step-by-step remedies to get your case thrown out. You'll receive a CD containing examples of every document you need and a practice guide. Just fill in the blanks and file. If you've paid thousands to an attorney, we'll show you what he should have done and how to make him wish he had. Our next seminar is on March the first, two thousand eight, at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. We start at ten AM and we'll go until they throw us out. Reserve your place at ruleoflawradio.com.
9: News, politics, cover ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPR.
4: So easy for us to take for granted how powerful the internet is, and how powerful it has been, and how powerful it's going internet. to be. And thank you, George. In the future, uh, you know, most of what we do, this entire show, obviously, is done on the internet. So we got to keep that in mind. And We left off talking about a lot of the police brutality cases. Again, folks, keep in mind we're not trying to turn you, the people, against the cops, but. It's it's nice and at least nice to know that we have the video footage that, you know, when these things happen, when cops turn bad, so to speak, and they are engaging in lawless activities, that we can at least expose them and start maybe taking away the good cops from the bad cops. But nevertheless, we're going to your calls. Uh we've got to open uh full lines here folks, so let's just keep it uh keep it rolling. we got Mike in California. Mike, you're on the air.
10: Hello?
4: Yes, Mike, you're on the hey, air, go ahead. Okay. Hey,
10: what's going on guys? Hey, uh
2: Hello. Uh, I'm
4: really happy to hear you guys are all on uh, We the People now. But what's up with your podcast?
3: What is up with our podcast, Mike?
4: Yeah, it's not there anymore. I mean, I got all the other nine shows. But oh my goodness, what
3: Podcasts on uh, which which network, Mike? iTunes. Sorry. iTunes, huh? Oh yeah. well, I'm glad you let us Hi. know. We we were not aware. Yeah, oh, I, I've been I've been looking into that, but uh, um, yeah, have to, we'll have to look further into that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get it manually, but you guys are breaking my heart here.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Well, I appreciate
4: you letting us know, because we'll definitely get on that. We're trying to uh, to wrap everything together, and I'm glad you told us, because that's something we have to remedy. But what's uh, what's on your mind? Uh, that was it. I've, I've been wanting to call you guys for a while. I just never get around to it on a Wednesday night to get a hold of you, uh, to tell you about it. Well, that. no
3: longer on a Wednesday night, Mike. We're going to be doing uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays now from uh, 7 to Oh, you guys are two nights a week now? Yes, they gave us an oh, upgrade, because we're awesome. Pretty,
11: you guys should start doing it five days a week.
3: I know, I know, but we we unfortunately we have jobs and and lives right. and things like that.
4: Uh, my and wife Mike, she always says um, when I listen to Alex Jones or anything that it's always depressing. But when I I throw you on in the car, shoot you know we could laugh and stuff as well as hear the news
12: and stuff and we enjoy it.
4: Now you know we we give it our best shot, Mike. It's 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 hard to laugh uh, in this day and age. There's a lot of news that comes out, even the stuff we talked about early tonight that. It's hard to laugh because it's real and it's actually happening. If it was just fake, if it was a parody, then fine. But, um, you know, it isn't. But we try to add some humor to the show, Mike. And thanks for the call and thanks for letting us know. Thank Folks, you. you could also instant message us at Animal Farm Show, one word.
3: Yeah. And just to let you guys know, if anybody else is having problems with the podcast, uh, drop some email info. At AnimalFarmShow.com. We have been updating our iTunes podcast, so we'll have to look into that. And uh, maybe uh, maybe it's something on Apple's end. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Those damn computers, Ben.
4: Yeah, we'll definitely get on that, folks. And, and, we have a
3: special heart for Apple here. Uh, and
4: We certainly do. There's about seven PCs in front of us. Windows machines. All right. Guys.
1: <laughs> yes,
4: absolutely. So once again, thanks for the call, Mike. Uh, folks, many of you already know, Amtrak is stepping up their security measures, and I want to I, I want to get some calls on this because I am basically, it's weird, though, ben I'm a little bit on the fence about this. Uh, right after 9-11... I took the train to the city. I had a brown box full of beta tapes, you know, and there's like, big VHS (laughs) tapes for those you don't know. Uh, And I I walked into a Hilton Pass, security guards and police officers, and I walked up to the, you know, 50th floor or whatever. And, you know, I always wondered to myself, wow, we're really not looking at the security,
3: and we just got attacked. Yeah, I walked into St. Vincent's with a... a a big tripod pad that could easily have been a sniper rifle. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then you can, you can call me on hypocrisy and
4: say, well, yeah, but, you know, you're always saying, you know, we got to stop with the surveillance and we got to stop with the police state. And, yes, we absolutely do. But this is an interesting issue, and I've heard a lot of one-sided talk and a lot of one-sided debate on this issue. But I want to hear your calls and your thoughts on this. Uh, Amtrak steps up security measures. Amtrak will start randomly screening passengers' carry-on bags this week in a new security push that includes officers with automatic weapons and bomb-sniffing dogs patrolling platforms and trains. No! Keeping our customers and employees safe remains our priority, Amtrak President and CEO Alex Kumat said. These new procedures will strengthen Amtrak's overall security, and they are vital in our efforts to deter, detect, and prevent a terrorist incident on the rail system. So
3: you know, Ben are Nazism. Well, wow. yeah, I mean, you know, it's no, it's it's a lot like the the movie Red Dawn, and you know, if, it, it if really is. is. Growing up seeing that movie, it's exactly like that. I mean, yeah. that's
1: you
3: know, um, <laughs> you know, maybe the line is a lot thinner
4: between freedom and security. And I, again, we always talk about if is there a balance? And you and I, you and I, Ben, kind of disagree on some of those things. But I don't know if the automatic automatic weapons are necessary, and I don't really think that bomb sniffing dogs is. Ultimately necessary. It seems as though they're going, and to quote a Fox correspondent, it seems like they're going zero to sixty, you know, and there was very little security and now all of a sudden they're going to be sniffing your bags and randomly searching your bags and to me, and it's I, coming
3: as opinion polls are, are completely against that type of stuff.
4: It is, yeah, they are, and, and there's is a reason why the presidential rating and the congressional rating is so low. It's because people are seeing through the lies. People understand that the threat is not coming from caves in Afghanistan. The threat is coming from home, and that's why Bin Laden is not bankrupting us. And it, it really is our government and our foreign policy it has a lot to do with it. So uh, I don't know, Ben. I feel like and the that's bubble. True.
3: That's right, George.
4: And I feel like the mm-hmm. bubble. I feel like the bubble is going to burst. I have bad feelings about our just the economy alone. It just seems like the more i look into these things yeah it seems like we're really headed towards uh some some tough
3: times especially as don't middle be class an economic girly man
4: don't
13: be economic girly man
3: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely thank you honey. but uh remember to call in folks 888-202-1984 that's 888-202-1984 drop us an im to animal farm show all one word
4: Yes, and and again, folks, thanks for the support. We are, if you missed the opening of the show, we are moving to Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7 to 9 Eastern Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We are moving up. We, once again, thank you, the callers and the listeners. The number to call in tonight is 888-202-1984. Ben, uh, we got a lot to talk about. We're just scratching the surface. Yeah. Um, And I I
3: I have this article right here, which is... uh terrifying. I don't know if we want to switch gears that fast. Hey, the- why not? Right. Bush regime building concentration camps. This was unbelievable. Yeah. And then you know, a lot of people know this. A lot of people understand that Halliburton got a, a I think a three point five billion dollar contract to start Building the concentration camps in the United States, yeah, very, very sad. Section 1042 of the 2007 National Defense Act, Use of the armed forces in major public emergencies gives the executive power to invoke martial law For the first time in more than a century, the President is now authorized to use military in response to a natural disaster. A disease outbreak, a terrorist attack, or any other condition in which the President determines that domestic violence has occurred to the extent that the state officials cannot maintain public order. The Military Commissions Act of 2006, rammed through Congress just before 2006 midterm elections, allows the infidelable imprisonment of anyone who donates money to a charity that turns up on the list of terrorist organizations. Or who speaks out against the government policies? <laughs> the law calls for secret trials for citizens and non-citizens alike. So that's the type of crap that we're dealing with here in the real world. It's it's tough. They, you know, honestly, even for me, Ben, that's tough
4: to believe. Uh, concentrate. Just using the, the language, concentration camps, and yeah. the fact that we know how bad FEMA is at their job. We know how Our government health facilities. Yeah, my goodness. We know we know what FEMA is all about. We covered the <laughs> you know the toxic trailers are just the tip of the iceberg. So you know, in all this talk, Ben, and the other Point I, that we have to make about the synergistic efforts between the people and the police officers. That's why we don't want to think uh, of police as the enemy because we need to work with police officers once the people and the police are segregated and separated and become enemies that's when martial law really gets his day in
3: court yeah i mean i got i got the i got this great quote from uh, winston churchill here he says the power of the executive to cast a man into prison without formulating any charge known to the law and particular to deny him the judgment of his peers is in the highest degree odious and is the foundation of all totalitarian government whether nazi or communist my goodness Hmm, and he said that November 21st, 1943.
4: How profound. How applicable. Um... And, you know, with all of these threats and with all of this talk about, you know, the future and the concentration camps and all of the threats, every every week, Ben, it seems like we talk about a major United States official coming out and saying that, oh, he's got a gut reaction or a gut feeling or there's a threat. And sure enough, we all know. Was it Chertoff this time? Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't our good friend Chertoff. I can't do the, uh, <laughs> <friend quotes. laughs> you know, I'm not going to do the voice this week. And maybe we'll read it when we get back from a break. But again, this is Mike McConnell. We talk about Mike McConnell every week and we've talked about for the last four weeks straight, our friend and, and uh, U.S. National Intelligence Director, Mike McConnell. And uh, this is all based off the FISA Act, the, which, of course, we all know, last Saturday. It, it expired, I would say, you know. But Mike <laughs> McConnell comes out, and then he says, oh, he fears that the U.S. is in, is in danger now that this uh, this uh, law didn't pass. So we'll read the article and make up your own mind about it. Uh, Animal Farm Radio Show, folks, and We the People. We, we'll be right back.
13: For oh, that
1: many sick. Get back. I'm all right, Jack. Keep your hands off
10: of my stack. Mommy. People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, cardovite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardavite.
11: In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardavite and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill, now going for regular jobs a few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on it you'll find i think that it'll work more than just on on heart problems and circulation problems it'll work on other problems as well
10: for more information call 18779288822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com that toll-free number again one 18779288822.
14: Ron Paul is an honest, humble, genuine man.
10: Ron Paul is the most important candidate I've ever had a chance to vote for in my life.
15: I've been a registered Democrat since I was 18 years old. People
2: from every segment of society want to be free. It is a
13: message of freedom
11: that has drawn us to Ron Paul. Our founding fathers established that we would be able to worship and raise our children, educate our children as we wish. Dr. Ron Paul... Is
7: an OBGYN physician who has delivered over 4,000 babies but not once did he perform an abortion. In
10: 1983, Ron Paul predicted the 1987 recession, four years before it happened. In South Carolina, at the debate, he announced that we're going into a recession.
2: It's interesting that Dr. Ron Paul
7: has received more financial contributions from military personnel, active and retired, than any other presidential candidate from either party. My mama
1: and daddy are voting for Ron.
2: Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun parts Guy doesn't have a Federal Firearms License, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best. FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email gunpartsguy at hotmail.com. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at gunpartsguy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices.
10: Online and on demand,
9: this is We the People Radio Network.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. You're listening to the Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network. number to call in is 888-202-1984. Website is animalfarmshow.com. Or you could drop us an IM and AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, Screen name is Animal Farm Show, all one word. Tony, what what were you saying?
4: Well, you know, we're just trying to make sense of all the stuff
3: that's coming out here, Ben. We're we're getting somewhere, but uh, like we left off saying
4: that every week, uh, you know, an intelligence director or whoever comes out in the government, it's always this uh, fear-mongering. Now, we're used to fear-mongering. I mean, hey, over the last six years, I mean, it's been ridiculous. But intelligence director says U.S. faces dangers. And we all know that the FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, uh, lapsed on Saturday and it kind of expired. And we won't get into too much into that. But uh, U.S. National Intelligence Director Mike McConnell said Sunday... That President Bush was correct to say that there is a security risk from Congress's failure to expand the legal framework for how the government can monitor suspected spies and terrorists. Now, Ben, you have a lot of knowledge about stuff that I don't. Can you please tell me the government's current definition of terrorist? Oh boy. Okay. Now,
3: according to the Patriot Act, at least. Yes, Section 802, um, portion A of the Patriot Act states, inv- and that domestic terrorists can involve acts. Of dangerous to uh, involve acts dangerous to human life that are uh, a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or any other state. So that means anybody that violates a law, uh, a state law, or a, a federal law can be considered domestic terrorist. That includes jaywalking, that includes smoking a joint, <laughs> that includes uh, living with your girlfriend or boyfriend while you're in Florida. Be a hippie terrorist at least. <laughs> <the smoking laughs> I think it's
4: perfectly <laughs> reasonable. That's right. In an appearance on Fox News Sunday, McConnell said Bush is, quote, repeating advice that I'm giving him since an expanded version of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act lapsed Saturday. What else is new? Uh, and our situation now, when the terrorist threat is increasing because they've achieved, and it goes and say that al-Qaeda has achieved de facto safe haven in the border area of Pakistan and Afghanistan, uh, they've achieved the threat is going up, McConnell said. Let me ask you a question, Benham." Uh, This might sound really stupid, but if they know where al-Qaeda currently is in the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan, why do they need to monitor emails? (laughs) <laughs> Can't we just go attack them there? I mean, why are we in Iraq? Because al-Qaeda is everywhere, Tony. I know. I know why. But and of course,
3: course, is in the yeah,
4: yard. I mean, you know, we constantly uh, enforce the facetious manner of reading articles and trying to be funny about stuff. But literally, I mean, you know, it, we know where these people are. If we know that al-Qaeda is, you know, in the at the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan, let's just take the fight to them there. You know, bring in the Huey ch- uh, helicopters. What the hell do we have to do? You know, use the Vietnam strategy. Nevertheless, smoke them out of their cage. Smoke them out. McConnell's. So the enemies of the United States are using new information, new personalities, new methods of communicating, and current U.S. law does not take that into account. So again, you know, because we can't listen to their conversations on the phone and emails, because that's constantly how they... Talk to their fellow terrorists were a great danger, uh, and again, you know, everything, everything with politics, Ben. If you really look at it, the more you know, the more questions you have. Uh-huh. At least in my case, and to me, I look at it like a jigsaw puzzle. And I think if you have 75% or 80% of the jigsaw puzzle solved, you can at least see kind of what the picture is looking like, and then I try to. Apply all of this fear-mongering to the fact that we talked about last week, Homeland Security is easing immigrant background checks. And then we had the article about CIA monitoring YouTube for intelligence. So what the hell is going on here? I mean, is there any consistency?
3: They don't care. They don't care. Well, they care about something. We got an issue in America. They sure do, you know. I have this article right here, and this is, you know, kind of (laughs) a little funny, a little off the track, but ear-piercing sirens used to drive teens away. The right. so-called mosquito device emits high-frequency noise, which is audible and annoying to young ears, but generally not heard by people over 20. So I guess it's a frequency that they—that this uh, a mosquito. Acoustic weapon, then. Yes. The device is a quick fix that does not tackle the root causes of the problem and is indiscriminate, English children's commissioner Al Enslin Green said. The campaigners claim that about 3,500 of the di- devices made by a Welsh company are in use. So they have these, you know skater kids hanging outside of a Seven Eleven buying slushies and stuff like that and they're just going to unleash a little mosquito that's going to push out some sound wave device that's going to annoy the kids away from the Seven Eleven.
4: well ben i first... great right. the first time i ever heard of acoustic weapons uh actually using sound against a uh, population or people was out of uh, alex jones's martial law 9-11 rise of the police state and i think it was at the republican national convention i think it was 2004 not mistaken. But, you know, they had these, you know, the police, they had barricades, they had these huge acoustic devices, and I think they were on the top of police vans or police trucks. Yeah. And it was the first time I ever actually realized, wow, I mean, the technology is so good now that, yeah, you know, if you emit a high enough frequency audibly uh, to people, yes, you can really, you can take people down because,
11: you know,
3: yeah. it, I mean, you can you can not only do that, you can insert high-pitched sounds into their ears, you can make them crap their pants. Well, You can make them throw <laughs> up and vomit <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can make them faint. Well. You know, uh, they have. Ooh. Oh, oh that man. was a dirty
4: one. Yeah, that was pretty bad, Pied. Uh You know, but you know, and and again, I think about it, and it actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm a musician, and of course, I try to wear earplugs during practice. But yeah, I mean, when you have when you, when something's too loud, it's painful, but it's unlike any pain that you could feel in the body, where you can feel actual pain in a muscle or on your skin. Mm-hmm. It's it's just this. Um, it's hard to describe, but yeah, you know, you go and you fall to your knees, you hold your ears down. It's actually a great way to control population. Is it non lethal? Yes. But is it also going to fuel a possible police state, which is what we talk about often, and I'd say,
3: yes. Okay. Double edged sword comes in again and does its thing. You know there are plenty of cops out there that are just dying to get their hands on one of the thing. you know. If a taser is if a taser is getting them trigger happy well, you know, then, you know, yeah. then then a, a sound weapon might be extra pleasurable. Right. I have this article right here. Deputy Taser's high school student against direct orders. I did read this one. So, outside a uh, Maryland high school gym last Wednesday, sophomore Brandon Bennett got into a small altercation with a fellow student. It was after a basketball game and tempers were high, but the two were, s- were separated by officials and students without much problem. Only then did things get really violent. According to Julius Bennett, the student's father, Deputy Anthony Lindsey fired a Taser at his son after being told twice by a senior officer it was not necessary. He left two puncture wounds just just above his heart in his chest, says Bennett. And Brandon said to me that he was, was in quite a bit of pain because he could feel electric shots going throughout his whole body. Of course, he says he was written, he has written proof that Sergeant Campbell twice ordered Lindsay to holster the weapon, but Lindsay fired anyway, hitting the teen in the chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. And, and, you know, again, I mean, just to make my point, not to play devil's advocate, uh, but we don't want to generalize. You know, we're not saying all cops are bad. That's not the message we're trying to get out. We're just saying, here, you know, we've heard about this. Check it out for yourself and then tell us what's going on. What do you think? And then just just, you know, balance the scale by just to prove what I just said. uh, There was an article and me and have actually had a pretty good discussion about it out of Wisconsin, uh, out of the Superior Daily Telegram. We did not talk about this last week, but I do want to bring it up now because I think it's appropriate. Uh, Superior High School scored a dubious first last week when a law enforcement officer subdued a student with a taser gun. Now, I'll kind of summarize what I've got from the article, Ben. not first, I'm, I'm sitting there, oh, my God, you know, now there are tasers in school and there's a lot of, Talk and banter about will we allow this? Will we not? The long story short, Ben, this this student was a very large individual. It was a six foot three or six foot four, over two over two hundred pounds. So this was a big boy. It was a male. And this male, this student, actually assaulted teachers, was trying to bite them, and actually assaulted a police officer, Ben. So Uh the argument that Python and I had, and I think he brought up some good points, was, you know, well, what do you do? And I'm saying, well, at first, you know, can you use your baton? Can we figure out a way to subdue this person from not injuring himself or other people? And maybe at that point... Maybe I can justify using a taser, maybe not. I don't know. It depends on how safe and how many times these tasers are causing death or serious injury. You know, it's, it's one thing to have the taser in your pocket and you go up to zap somebody, but if it's the gun taser that shoots the bolts out, you know, this student could have easily died. I mean, if it goes near your heart, it's electrical yeah. impulses. So yeah. uh, in this case, nevertheless, the point I think is that in this case, you can completely argue that the use of a taser was justified. This... Student was physically uh, beating and hurting other people, teachers, and then of course, assaulted a police officer was kicking he was kicking the police officer, so I am not for that i don 't think uh, you should ever assault a police officer if you do, I would give them any in any means necessary to take you down and put you in handcuffs. That's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, Ben, and maybe we disagree here, but... No, I mean, he could have used a sound wave weapon and uh, made him cry.
1: No. <laughs> I think
4: that's a better way You of bring one of those say. into the school. And when they make sound weapons <laughs> as small as a taser gun, then may be fine, but... You know, th- th- this is the debate, and you're, you're going to hear more about this. Tasers have obviously been a huge topic ever since the Don't Tase Me Bro incident happened, and... Hey,
1: that's right, Crusty. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we've
4: you talked know. a lot about them, and I think there's a, there is a fine line, and, you know, the, the thing that annoys me the most about this particular article is, you know, again, where is the line? Where do we draw the line? In schools, are we going to start having tasers? I don't want it to become this trend. I don't think that that's right. I think we should be able to figure out how to deal with these problems another way because tasers are not non-lethal then. Yeah. You know, they're not. They've killed people and it is electrical charge going through your body. It's a lethal
3: weapon. It's absolutely, (laughs) Absolutely,
4: yes. I'd rather use the acoustic weapons in all seriousness, but you know we, we got to find this balance we have to find this balance we understand that not all kids are angels we understand that schools and education and things that are going on are dangerous and there's got to be some kind of law enforcement and certain schools are extremely dangerous weapons in schools then yeah not every school is like the one i went to where it was all
3: hunky dory all day so folks we're coming up on the brain we want to hear what you have to say give us a call in 888-202-1984 you are listening to the animal farm on the we the people radio network stay tuned
6: It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning.
0: Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626.
9: Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore.
10: Online and on demand,
9: this is We the People Radio Network.
1: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. All
3: right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network. I am Benjamin Miller. I'm hanging here with Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pi on the soundboard, as always. Hello. I've got this crazy article right here. Uh, everybody's probably heard about this. Judge kills WikiLeaks in one fell swoop. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the uh, WikiLeaks is the um, uh, website that allows anonymous people, anonymous whistleblowers, to post government articles uh, exposing wrongdoing. Uh, the U.S. arm of WikiLeaks, a website that makes it easier for whistleblowers to leak documents, has been cut off after hosting evidence that claims a bank located in the Cayman Islands engaged in money laundering and tax invasion. Dynadot, a U.S.-based company that hosts WikiLeaks' main site, not only severed WikiLeaks.org from the net, it also agreed to lock the domain name so it can't be transferred to another provider. A federal judge in San Francisco signed off on the agreement on Friday, February 15th. So you have this the corrupt is illegal, here. you know? <laughs> yeah, you have the corrupt courts there that are literally uh, trying to stop whistleblowers from coming out. Civil um, Edmonds is a perfect example of a whistleblower that tried to come out and literally got gagged by the um, by the feds and said that she, she can talk about certain aspects of, uh, of previous knowledge, prior knowledge, uh, in regards to 9-11. And uh, this, this, stuff like this, where they're, where they're blocking uh, people coming out and speaking out against the government, is, is, is a horrible thing. Um, and it's, it's, it really reminds me of this JFK quote that I marked down here in regards to this article. He says, Those who make a peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable
4: yeah well we talked yes. you know, we said before Ben how powerful the internet has become, and it really has become unbelievably powerful and it goes way just beyond nine eleven truth it really does uh for for those of you who just didn't hear it it's wikileaks w i k i L-E-A-K-S, kind of like Wikipedia, Ben. Uh Um, WikiLeaks claimed that the order was unconstitutional, which, of course, we know it is in the United States, and said that the site has been forcibly censored. So I don't actually know of any update of that one, that particular incident, Ben, but there was a similar one where the journalist who exposes the U.N. corruption uh, disappeared from Google, uh, this is, came out of uh, Fox News. Oh, that's nice. It, started, it starts off. Uh, How big do you have to be to earn the wrath of the United Nations and Internet giant? Google was the question. And if you're journalist Matthew Lee, all it takes are some critical articles on a scrappy little website. Uh, Lee is the editor in chief. Matthew Lee is the editor and editor in chief of Webmaster and pretty much the only reporter for Inner City Press, a print size internet news operation that's taken on a Goliath-sized bunch of entities like Citigroup, for example. Uh, since 1987, Ben. So this has been this guy's been doing some work since '87. Uh, since 2005, he's been focusing almost entirely on stories that deal with internal corruption inside the United Nations, posting several stories online almost daily. So again, very busy and and, and a lot of props. Many of these stories were featured prominently whenever web users looked for news about the United Nations using the powerful Google News search engine, a vital way for media outlets, both large and small, to get their articles read. But beginning on February 13th, Google News users could no longer find news stories from the inner-city press. It began with an innocuous-sounding yet chilling form letter from Google to Lee emailed on February 8th. And I do quote here, We periodically review news stories, particularly following user complaints, to ensure Google News offers a high-quality experience for our users, it said. When we reviewed your site, we found that we can no longer include it in Google news but luckily ben thank goodness there is a follow-up just came out i believe today earlier this morning google news quietly reinstated tuesday the articles of a news service that routinely exposes u.n corruption so there was there was a victory here
13: one of the things
2: i've used on the google is uh, to pull up maps
4: that's right the <laughs> google is a very good tool george the google is a very powerful one and it is without a doubt the most powerful search engine but yeah i mean now we're talking about websites getting removed and i've heard of this in China, Ben, I've heard of this in other countries, where, well, yes, you know, they're not allowed to see these websites, but in America, now we're starting to talk about it.
3: Yeah, the old website uh, for, for, you know, when I had my solo show, uh, the swag show, that got removed from the, from the, the Republic of China. Uh, what? The, <laughs> oh my locked. God. The, the Animal Farm, uh, com is actually allowed in China.
0: Is uh, it really? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I don't I don't know what keywords I was using back then that uh blocked me over there, but I guess now we're we're nice and well behaved. You were just
4: you were just that's the renegade. Well folks, the Animal yes. Farm show, you're listening to it, eight 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 two zero two one nine eight four and uh, you know we want to get your opinion on these things. We wanna find out what you guys think about this because it's affecting you and if it's not affecting you right now, it's gonna affect you very soon. Uh, and we will be right back.
1: We'll tell you anything you want to hear, we lie like hell.
4: Cheering and getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret, you got the the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network.
1: You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. All right, folks we back, listen to Animal Farm
3: on the New People radio network. Got this article from MSNBC.com. You're not going to believe the headline. Flu shot doesn't protect from most viruses. I'll repeat that. Flu shot doesn't protect from most viruses. And for all the people out there that were uh, morons uh, getting the <laughs> flu shot, I'm sorry. I I... I, I Good but, for you, Ben. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> just, if you got the flu shot, you got you gotta be out of your mind. Um, it really protects only w- against one uh, strain of the flu, <laughs> and and it's a very rare strain. And people are are out there telling their employees that they have to get the shot. Uh, my previous employer told me that I had to get the shot, and I laughed in their face. And then uh, my my girlfriend's em- employer uh, actually just told her that she had to get the shot. Um, she she wasn't aware of uh, you know the the problems that were. Involved with the shots, so she ended up getting the, the shot, and the, it was the first time she ever got sick this season. So, goes to show. Well, I mean, they, they are giving you the flu. I mean, it, it's, it's no that's no think secret. About it. Think about it in a rational way, okay? You have somebody sitting there telling you that you have to inject something into your body. Like, think about that, man. As an American, as a free human being, somebody sitting there and telling you you have to get this injected into your body man. if you're listening to this show and you're out there and your employer tells you you have to get this so that you're not going to be sick to work oh man i hope you tell them to go to go uh, <laughs> bleep bleep do bleep and a couple more bleeps and, and Put what a, that
0: on your pipe and smoke it
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and what a vulnerable topic especially when it comes to vaccines because I, I've, I've talked to my grandmother and my mother people who've obviously been around quite a bit longer than i have been and you know vaccines were never they never had this type of um. what's the word I mean ha- uh, harm and warning people never felt this way about vaccines never they never had I mean in fact it was it was you know uh, my grandfather told my grandmother yeah go ahead and get the
3: Because back in the day it, it made it sense people trusted it, and I don't really think yeah. that and it was as much are coming into work with it they are oh, my arm is hurting where I got the shot and oh, I'm feeling so sick and I'm woozy because of the shot and blah 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 this. Yeah. what the hell are they putting in that thing man well I
4: I nearly fainted when I actually had a conversation with a co-worker and I think I mentioned this about about the mercury in the vaccines and, and you know the fact that there is mercury in the vaccines and they were arguing well you know it's only a small amount your body can get rid of it and it's I'm totally saying listen
1: it is team. it's
4: toxic I mean what the hell is wrong with you you have to know it's toxic but the worst the worst uh, something even worse than that I should say and I had a conversation with another family member thinking yeah maybe I'll get the flu vaccine this winter and I'm saying why you've never had the flu and they're like well yeah but you know I'll never get it. <laughs> what the hell is wrong? Just listen, folks. Just you know, eat
3: eat right and take care of yourself. Get enough sleep. I mean, I think you're going to be just fine. But... Just keep this in mind, okay? If you, the flu vaccine protects against one type of flu, there are thousands of different types of of, of viruses out there that you can get, man. That just it doesn't protect you against anything. It's a it's a big scam, and they make you pay twenty dollars for these. For these flu shots and they're just making money off you they
4: might as well give them away ben it doesn't really matter yeah they're more than affordable that's not the problem rumsfeld's, rumsfeld's
3: over there running the drug companies that are panning this crap out and he's wringing his dirty little hands and, and laughing <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, that man is stupid scared. americans <laughs>
4: yeah well mr mr rumsfeld might as well be mr aspartame 1980 1981 but you know the the, the health news this week my god ben i mean where do you start uh, you know, you have the vaccines, and in fact, I think I actually saw a headline on FoxNews.com. I think it was last night or this morning, where I think it was listed in it. It said something that the headline was the three most popular vaccines or the three most, you know, you know, useful adult vaccines. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! Oh boy! But uh, there's Holy you know, Christ. there's a couple of really, really sad ones. You know, just as far as health goes in the country, FDA ties pneumonia death to infant vaccine, and this is again another vaccine thing out of Reuters. GlaxoSmithKline, known as GSK, rotavirus vaccine is associated with increased ammonia-related deaths and other adverse reactions. U.S. regulatory staff said in documents posted on Friday, the review comes ahead of a Food and Drug Administration advisory meeting next Wednesday to consider approval of the oral vaccine to prevent the most common cause of, cause of severe diarrhea and dehydration wow. among infants and young children in the world. Now, I, I am no doctor and I will never be one. But I could have swore there's a product called Pedialyte, which is basically like Gatorade for infants. Yes.
3: It just it, it
4: gives them the hydration they need after diet. and
3: popsicles as
4: well. Exactly, yeah. Ben. Thank you. You're absolutely right. Uh, you know, why not just get a vaccine? Let's just take drugs. FDA staff said its analysis of 11 studies revealed that in the largest trial, there was a statistically significant increase in deaths related to pneumonia compared with placebo. That study, which enrolled about 63,000 children, also found an increase in convulsions in children given the drug named Rotarix. It's R-O-T-A-R-I-X. So...
1: L-T, 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 L-T.
4: <laughs> a lot more L-T, health news coming. L-T. We got a little treat when we get back for you folks. It's not all bad tonight. Uh, Animal Farm Radio Show and we the people, Radio Network. Stay tuned. We shall return. See
5: The Bill of Rights protects every American's God-given right to keep and bear arms. Now that right is being seriously undermined as legally registered rifles are being confiscated in some parts of our country. If we're not careful, we may find ourselves with no right to own guns. And that's where Gun Owners of America comes in. Gun Owners of America is in Washington every day fighting for you to keep that right. Congressman Ron Paul has called GOA the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. You need to be part of this great grassroots group of activists who are keeping the heat on their members of Congress. Find out right now how you can join. Call 888-886-GUNS and get started receiving their fact-filled newsletters and action alerts. Call 888-886-GUNS. Or go to their webpage at gunowners.org and help make your voice heard in Washington. Make that call right now and call Gun Owners of America at 888-886-GUNS. Remember, it's not just about gun control, it's about control.
1: Ron Paul is
3: here.
0: The freedom message. Waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul and you're listening to We the People Radio Network.
6: All right,
3: ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Animal Farm and the We The People Radio Network. I am your host, Ben Miller. Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. Python, <laughs> the soundboard. Hello. I got uh, an instant message from uh, Mike, and he says, My boss got a flu shot last year, and half of his arm turned black and blue, and it went numb. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Another what? adverse reaction, not Another report. Another adverse reaction, yeah. Totally mm. crazy stuff, man. I don't know what we're, what we're doing with
4: the drugs. Well, we know how, you know, Big Pharma operates, and I think, uh, I don't know if you want to use the word evil. That's uh, a very picky word with some folks, but I mean, I don't know. Should I read? How, where do I start? We talked last week about all the drugs given to children in schools, but well, let's start somewhere else this week. Uh, many pharmacy lawsuits apparently are being settled very quietly. And that's hey. certainly no, it's no surprise to me. Uh, Chanda Givens wanted to ensure the health of her unborn child. When she became pregnant last February, so her doctor prescribed a prenatal vitamin called Materna, M-A-T-E-R-N-A. It's just a vitamin. But instead, a Walgreens store on Suburban Street, St. Louis, gave her, I don't I'm not sure if I could pronounce this right, Madelaine. It's M-A-T-U-L-A-N-E. And that is a chemotherapy drug that interferes with cell growth, Ben. Ouch. So again, this is a pregnant woman trying to keep her fetus healthy. Um, Long story short, she miscarried in April. So... You know, the, the the moral of this article here, the story behind the story, is that Walgreens obviously screwed up big time, and this woman lost her baby. But they did have a lawsuit, and um, what ended up happening, I'll, I'll just read the, the the rest of it. Was Walgreens really to blame? What caused the error? There's no way to know. But the case was settled out of court a few weeks after the lawsuit was, was filed. Givens her husband and her attorneys now, Ben, get this, they cannot talk about the lawsuit publicly. Or the infinite publicly because they sign a confidentiality agreement. Now, so they, be oh, right? Well, yeah, it's a, it's really great. And of course, you know, big pharma wants to protect big pharma for a number of reasons and we all understand business, but let's get real. So this is what's going on. This article talks about all of the other companies now that are doing these confidentiality agreements. Yeah. And probably paying big bucks for it because hey, you know, why not spend, you know, hundred and fifty thousand if you could still make the the billions that they're making per year. And get people to shut up about it, you know? Unbelievable. And you know, she lost her she lost her kid, Ben. She lost her kid. Yeah. Just try to put yourself in those shoes. It's, it's, just, it's a
3: sad situation, you know. You talk about these, these drug companies out there, and this, America's just addiction to the to the legal drugs that they have out there, man. I mean, I have this. I don't even know if I want to read this, but I have this this drug sheet for uh, restless leg syndrome. Oh my drugs. God! And alcohol a ridiculous thing to begin with, you know. You have to take drugs for restless leg syndrome. Well, you don't. You're, you don't have to. But, you don't have to. But you know, it's it's probably good if your leg moves a lot. <laughs> but don't worry about the side effects. They just include dizziness, nausea. Vomiting, risk of addiction. Yeah, you could fall can fall asleep while you're driving and stuff. No big deal. Not a big thing. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Side effects are fun, Ben. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. We enjoy them. It's just great. You know?
4: Uh, w- what about the side effects? We talked last week, Medicaid kids and the and the um the prescription surge, and this is just uh out of out of you you talk about Risperdal and bifoli and Seroquel, and I'm I'm mispronouncing all these drugs, <laughs> but the bottom line is eighty two point eight million dollars in two thousand six was spent on drugs for children in schools and you know the most powerful paragraph i have to read it again because we're on the topic risperdol was given to seventeen thousand three hundred and ninety three children uh, new york medicated children in two thousand six making it the most heavily prescribed psychiatric drug in the program But get this it was recently approved by the fda to treat autism Ben, but it's also often prescribed for bipolar disorder in kids it is it is blamed in lawsuits nationwide for side effects including diabetes Caused by weight gain, Parkinson's-like movement disorders, mm. and again, another mispronunciation coming on your way. <laughs> Gynecomastia, which is when males grow breasts, and I can't pronounce it. What these in things. God's name <laughs>
3: is going on here? <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, the more we got you look, males growing breasts. We got people falling asleep at the wheel. We got. Women getting, you know, chemo shots and they're pregnant and their babies are dying. You know, again, lo- going
4: on we talk, we talk big pharma. Walgreens was actually to blame for that particular incident, and that's terrible. I and mean, I don't know what the solution is. Maybe the solution, and I think Python and I were talking about this before, too, maybe the su- solution comes down to there's a website. It has different all the different pills. And, uh, you know, maybe we can find out what exactly are you taking, because if it doesn't say it on the pill. But we got uh, loaded lines here, folks. We're going to take your calls. Paul in Delaware, you're on the air. Go ahead.
13: Hello. Hi. Yeah, how you guys doing tonight? Paul, we're doing great. How about yourself? Uh, fan- oh, I'm doing fantastic, and, and I feel really, you know, through, I've been at this for 13 years now, and there's been a, a lot of others that have been at this longer. I mean, old older people who have been around for a while. And uh, all I can say is I'm making extreme progress, and it, it seems like a real uphill battle. It's like one man against the world because... The kind of information I'm dealing with, I am so, as I listen to your show, I I really enjoy the information. Thank you, Paul. We appreciate that. I I find so many times when I listen that it's kind of like people being intoxicated with themselves because they are aware of something that others aren't. They haven't taken it to the next level, which is results. And I mean for years and many years, going back longer than I've been alive, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of all these so-called radio shows which are like, they, they claim to almost be like the saviors. And one point I'd like to say is I was Rush, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh, and I'm so impressed with Alex Lucky Jones. Lucky you. Uh, I, well, I'm so impressed with Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh right. monitoring the airwaves and radio stations and picking up on my message, which is I'm dealing with a gigantic cult group. And so Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh, I've seen that they've started to incorporate more about calling people what they are, cult members, but not being as direct, more like they're calling them like cult-ish, but the bottom line is they're cult members. And to to make the point as simple as I can, there's too many people that live in worlds of perceptions, and not only worlds of perceptions, but perceiving what they would love to be true, like Hillary's going to do so much, or Obama's going to do so much, or McCain's Mm going to do so much. And the thing is, I'm sick and tired of these cult members because that's why I, I hate to say it because I come out of the movement, but it's kind of like you realize that you were in a cult group. And Absolutely. And, that, and that's what's exactly happening. And what I've seen is the reason how you know you're in a cult group is if you're sitting there talking all day long and getting not a nair nutter, as I heard one of my guys at job site say, uh, not a nair nutter bit of results, uh, you're wasting time, and as 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 we progress uh, closer, Paul, I, I,
0: I got to move
4: on, Paul. I'm sorry, we got to move. We got loaded lines here. No, you, you're, you're absolutely right. The bottom line, right? Yeah, we got we got to
3: put ourselves in other people's right. shoes, and that's that's the big part about it. Once you stop doing that, then then you do become cultish. You know, you do start becoming you know you you start making your own world the reality and and everybody else can kind of go screw themselves we gotta start putting ourselves in other people's shoes and have the ability to to realize what their thoughts and opinions are on things yeah no paul you, you
4: you make great points thanks for the call And the bottom line is big pharma does not give a damn about anybody except for big pharma and maybe their stockholders and there, therein lies in my humble opinion therein lies the problem the fact that we have people uh, stockholders in the big pharma industry can't wait for their drug to get out because they know they're gonna make all kinds of money and then when someone Someone does have an adverse reaction or, God forbid, loses a child or whatever the case may be. He dies of a heart attack. Oh, well, we have plenty of money for that lawsuit. But well, that's the reality we live in. So we need some solutions. Uh, Sean and Callie, you're on the air. Give us some solutions. Go
11: ahead. Hey, I'm actually calling to just comment on the America's addiction to drugs. I think it's amazing that I've just heard a lot of people that actually uh, aren't even considering AIDS a threat anymore because they can just get pills for it. They're totally under the impression that there's a cure for that. They sleep with whoever they want. What? Whoever they, yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. I think it's just absolutely amazing. I've got actually a close family member who um, is is being treated for allergic reaction to something unknown And as opposed to, um, like, trying to figure out what's causing the reaction. They're just medicating the hell out of this person and just hoping something will take and not really trying to find the answer. Absolutely. Those (laughs) evildoers. I'm just thinking that's just absolutely crazy that that instead of trying to figure out what's going on, I guess it might have something to do with large companies trying to push their meds on people or, I don't know, and the healthcare system being broken as it is, I just, I'm wondering what you guys are thinking about all this. I heard you guys talking about big pharma and stockholders and I hear what you're saying there.
3: Sean, you're absolutely right. You know, it's like treating gunshot wound with multiple different brands of Band-Aids. You know, you're just throwing them on there and and you're hoping that something's going to happen. You can't treat a gunshot wound like that. You got to know what the hell is up. You got to diagnose the problem and and deal with it, you know?
4: I mean, is it it so hard to understand that if you have a problem to solve it, it's not about suppressing the problem for the next day. It's about fixing the problem. It's about solving. I know that that's not as easy as it really is. Sean, thanks for your call. But I mean, Jesus, I mean, what what do you have to do? Okay, so someone's overactive in school. Someone is, is disruptive in their classroom. Let's just give them a drug for the next 15 years. When I grew up, it was all about don't take drugs. And all of a sudden now we can't wait to give them Risperdal and all kinds of these other things. And on top of it, Ben, on top of the big pharma industry, now you have FDA and USDA. What was that whole big beef recall thing? That everywhere you look, our food is tainted. Our drugs are tainted. Everything we buy at the supermarket is tainted. I had a good slice of yeah, the whole this
2: slice of beef last night.
4: Absolutely, George. I'm sure you did. And I'm sure it wasn't riddled with aspartame like all the other crap oh, that we like have that, in this country. It's like
3: that network quote, you know. We all know our air is unfit to breathe. Yeah, we We're all know things are bad to eat.
4: Oh, my goodness. But once again, thanks for the call. And um, so that's that's the thing, folks. I mean, everywhere you look. And I, I challenged people a couple weeks ago, go to your local gas station or a supermarket. Go look at where they keep the chewing gum, whether it's sugarless or not it will contain aspartame. We talked about Hawaii trying to ban that, and from what I hear, there's a lot of legislation trying to fight the ban. Okay, everybody laughs when you want to talk about aspartame, but it's the truth, okay? It, It produces formaldehyde in your body. That is toxic. I'm not making this stuff up. But, you know, whatever. The the news is bad and we're trying to we're trying to figure out how to fix these things. But I'm glad you guys are calling in and I'm glad we're we're talking about it because the more we figure out where we're going and you know, we're gonna figure out where we're gonna end up. So it's all about getting mad, like you said, Ben, the network quote. Yeah. Get mad. Uh-huh. You gotta before you can do anything, you have to acknowledge where the where the problem is. Get
3: mad. Scream put your head out the window <sighs> and scream, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore.
4: Alright, well when we come back we have a nice treat for you folks. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show and we the people. Radio Network.
12: Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Tyranny getting you down,
4: folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret, you got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network.
1: All
4: right, so last week we did a little bit. Now, we did call it lie or law, but now we're calling it law or lie. You guys really liked it. We got some great feedback. (laughs) Here's how the bit works, folks. We're gonna do it. And of course, Charles Ratner, our beloved legal correspondent, Charles Ratner will join us in studio. Here's how the bit works. Charles Ratner is going to mention four laws. One of these laws is actually not a real law. Everything else is a real law. So we do want to present the official bit. So I want to hand it over.
0: Here it's it is. Time
1: to play. Law over.
4: that's right folks
13: it is called law or lie
4: once again folks four laws Charlie Ratner is going to join us and he's going to give us four laws one of them is not true you have to guess the one that's not true the number is 888-202-1984 you can Skype us or I'm sorry you can instant message us at Animal Farm Show which is one word I want to wrap up last week where we had four laws. We did learn that it is illegal to live with your boyfriend or girlfriend in Florida if you're not married. We learned it's illegal in Sioux City, Iowa, to make Jaeger bombs in bars. We also learned that it's illegal to have a rooster in Stamford, Connecticut with an earshot of your neighbor. Oh, and the bunk law last week was that federal law... It's a federal law that state and local uh, federal officials uh, are exempt from things that happen on duty. So basically, police officers are, are exempt from things that happen on duty, which was very appropriate. That was the false law. But we do now welcome Charles Ratner in studio. Charles, can you hear us? I sure can. All right, Charles. We're, excellent, Charles. We have three minutes. Let's start the show. I want you to read out the laws as quick as possible, and then when we come back from break, we're going to show the answer. So uh, just take it away, Charles.
1: All right,
14: here we go. Um, under uh, federal law, uh, in elections, in presidential elections, uh, state electors have to vote according to the results of the state's popular vote. Okay. Electrical, for the Electoral College. Next law, ready? In uh, Maryland, it's illegal to give or receive oral sex.
3: In Maryland? In Maryland. What?
14: In, uh, yeah. well, in well, Los... In Los Gatos, California, it's illegal to use a bicycle without a license and registration. (laughs) And in the the, law number four, in uh, Harrison County, West Virginia, it's illegal to use a cell phone without a permit.
4: Oh, my goodness. This is tough. All right, we have time for just read them one more time slowly, Charles, because I'm baffled. I don't know where to start. Once again, all the laws, four of them. Go ahead.
14: Okay, the first law is under under federal election law for the presidential election. State electors for the Electoral College have to vote according to the results of their state's uh, popular vote. Okay. In Maryland, giving or receiving oral sex is illegal. In, (laughs) In Los Gatos, California, it's illegal to use a bicycle without a license and registration.
0: And
14: in in Harrison County, West Virginia, it's illegal to use a cell phone without a permit.
0: Oh, my goodness.
4: All right, so how it works, folks. If you want to participate, once again, the number is 888-202-1984. You can instant message us at Animal Farm Show, one word. Last week, we are keeping talent here, Ben, because I do want some bragging rights. Last week, we did vote. Ben and I were both right, and Piath was wrong. I'm sorry. He voted on the rooster thing. I think it was a sentimental vote. But so far it's Ben and I. <laughs> we both have a point.
3: You do have a point.
4: <laughs> I don't know what we're going to win or what the thing is. But I have ben. my guess,
3: but I'm at, I'll wait till after the break to, to give it. But I have my guess. Sir. Okay, Regardless, so, and we want to hear your guesses too. I am us at Animal Farm Show, all one word, or give us a call in eight 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 two zero two nineteen eighty four because we do want to hear your uh, your take on this. Which law is false? Which law? Out of the
4: four, which law? We'll give you some time to think about it. Elect electoral state. They have the vote. In the presidential election, according to the popular vote, Maryland, it's illegal to give oral sex. California, bicycle, you need to have a license registration. In Virginia, you need to have a permit to use a cell phone. We will be back on the Animal Farm Show. Think about it, folks, and don't look it up on the internet. Don't cheat. We want some real results. <laughs> when we come back, Piotr, myself, and Ben will vote on this amazing, uh, game show. Okay, we shall return.
10: People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite.
11: In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the and metals in the liver covers at least 70% 80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs two months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. You'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well.
1: For
10: more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, Mm 1-877-928-8822.
15: Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512 646 6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512 646 6444.
9: Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore.
1: speech at its best this is we the people radio network
3: all right ladies and gentlemen we're back listen animal farm we the people radio network we are playing a fun little game here called law or live where we take four rules four laws out there and we pick which one is the lie now just so, can you can you sum them up quickly Charlie
14: yeah okay uh first law is that uh State electors have to vote according to the way the, the popular vote went for the, pop, for the presidential election okay. in their state. And then uh, in Maryland, uh, giving or receiving oral sex is illegal. In Los Gatos, California, it's illegal to operate a bicycle without a license and registration. And in Harrison County, West Virginia, it's illegal to use a cell phone without a permit.
0: All right, Charles.
4: Thank you for that. Uh, it's time to vote.
3: Yeah, we we've got feedback here. From
4: Go ahead, Ben. Tell us the feedback. Okay.
3: Matt from Texas thinks that uh, uh you know it's a, the California one is false that you need a bike license in California. Okay. Um, uh, Jenny from Stamford, Connecticut, thinks that uh the uh, the last ones uh, the false law where Virginia, you need yeah, Harrison cell phone. County. Yep, for, two, uh, for a license. Uh, Frank from Austin, Texas, uh, thinks that number one is is false the electoral uh, things. Interesting. Uh, yes. Uh, John from Montana thinks that number two is wrong the oral sex thing in, in Maryland.
4: Wow so we have we have a we have a four way split bin, don't we?
3: Yes with we those go. four I, people. I have my own uh guess too. What's yours what's yours? Well let me go first because you went first last time. I already, okay. I already have mine checked off. Okay? okay. Well my mine, surprisingly, I think number one is the false law interesting? So, I think okay. that the electorates don't have to uh, vote according to their to their population. So I'm going to say number one. All right, uh, interesting.
4: I am going to go with number. This is a tough one, Charles. I got to give you a lot of credit. Number four is my choice. Where in Harrison County, uh, Virginia, it is you need a permit to operate a cell phone. And Pieth I believe, will be will be joining me in that masquerade where he's yes. going to choose that one. me. So it is, Pyeth and I choose number four. Ben, you're choosing number one. Charles, I'm going to give you a drum roll and I want you to tell us the almighty answer. Pyeth.
14: And the answer is... Uh, the answer is, law number one is
1: false. Ben's two for three. <laughs> <laughs> that, was yes. my, that was my initial reaction. Very
4: good job. Very good job. I give you a lot of credit, Ben. That's a great job. So wait, wait a minute. You gotta be kidding me.
14: Wait a minute. No, this actually, is... Actually, uh, under the Constitution, the, the state's uh, board of electors can vote as pretty much, there's nothing that restricts them to voting for you know as their state voted. Uh, Except for a bunch of pissed off in people the with torches decision, and discourse. The Supreme Court pointed <laughs> that out in the very first uh, paragraph.
4: It makes sense to me, Charles. What doesn't make sense, and I understand California is a little... Different, shall I say, okay, so you need a registration, and a license for a bicycle, unbelievable in Maryland, I feel bad, I understand you can 't give oral sex, whatever it happens, but I cannot believe you need a permit to use a cell phone in in Harrison County, Virginia.
3: Yeah, well, I is it West Virginia?
4: Of, I'm sorry, is it West Virginia? West Virginia it is. I apologize, West Virginia, oh jeez. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, there,
14: there's um that, that last one's kinda got a little twist to it. The, the National Radio Quiet Zone's located there, and that's where uh, radio astronomy and where the uh, naval and armed forces conduct uh, radio surveillance. So they don't want <laughs>
4: Charles I gotta give you credit Charles you did a great job this week what a doozy absolutely unbelievable Rasta
3: to Frank in Austin Texas too for getting number one right yes
4: Frank good job um unbelievable great job by Ratto thank you for for doing it we're gonna keep this a weekly thing folks so stay tuned we're gonna keep count Ben we'll give currently away fabulous prizes and stuff like absolutely. that absolutely <laughs> Charles thanks again for the call Charles we will talk to you next week then no Don't forget Tuesday. All right, folks. So uh, Ben is in the lead now with uh, two points. All right. And poor Pyeth, uh, Pyeth has got to get on the board here. But I, I have one Pyeth got near. But we got a lot of a lot of times to do this now. We have a lot more competition, Ben. So you better watch your back there. <laughs> Nevertheless, folks, so that was called Law or Lie. We're doing our best. We're getting some game shows free. We're trying to keep it fun. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. <laughs>
13: I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think.
1: You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We
3: the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at www.animalfarmshow.com. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the Animal Farm on We the People Radio Network. Bad news, bad, bad, bad news. Oh, boy. Oil pushes past $101.
4: It does? Yes. For the first time
3: ever? For the first time ever. (laughs) Yeah. Oil futures rallied again Wednesday, pushing briefly past $101 barrel after the Federal Reserve lowered its forecast for economic growth this year, convincing energy investors that the central bank will slash interest rates further. At the pump, meanwhile, gas prices rose another two cents overnight. So we do have a $101 barrel of oil, and, and if you had asked people to uh, predict that two years ago, they would have told you you were crazy. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you were to ask people that in 2000, when oil was $33.39 a barrel, they would have told you you were nuts. If you were to ask people that in 2002, after 9-11 happened, when barrel was $26.61, they would have told you you are nuts, but now in 2008... Where the hell, where the world is freezing over and and, and hell is coming to our uh, to our front doorsteps? We have uh, $101 a hundred and one dollars for a barrel of oil.
4: Yeah, and if it's if it doesn't make things any worse, of course uh, we understand that you know with uh, with global warming and all the taxes that are going to be following that. We had an article. And I actually wanted to talk about this last week as well. Sound off. Washington may charge forty dollars up to two hundred and forty dollars, so anywhere from forty to two forty yearly. And it was going to be called the Greenhouse Gas Global Warming Tax. Now, Ben, I don't have to tell you, and I probably don't have to tell any of our listeners. They knew this was coming. Alex Jones covers this constantly, Jack Blood and the like. But it is in the news, so we might as well at least talk about it. Vehicle licensing fees in Washington state could spike dramatically, all in the name of global warming. Six Seattle Democrats in the state Senate are trying to push through a bill that would require the Department of Licensing to collect a greenhouse gas tax. Sponsors say the tax in the Senate Bill 6923 is an effective way to fight global warming by giving the state more money to fund transportation alternatives. Now, Ben, again, maybe I'm showing my ignorance here, but you don't fight global warming by taxing drivers. You fight global warming by limiting greenhouse gases.
13: From the time they get up in the morning and flush the toilet. <laughs> Tell us. Arnold. They're taxed.
4: Tell us, Arnold.
7: Then they go and get a coffee. They're taxed.
4: Tell us some more taxing, Arnold. They get
7: into the car. <laughs> They're taxed. They go to the gas station. They're taxed. They go for lunch. They're taxed, and this goes on all day long. Tax, 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 tax.
4: You know, I've actually never been taxed when I was on the toilet.
3: No, that's it. Uh, if so that happens, the toilet, the water, right? Well, listen, Is if, that one he's talking about. If or? I get
4: taxed on the toilet, I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. abandon ship easily, but my goodness. Um, so you know, and, and again, we've t- this has been talked about. And, and it's my humble opinion, and I'm sure Ben would agree, and if not, let me know, Ben. But uh, this is not the way you fight global warming. You have to limit the amount of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. If you, you know, because this is a huge debate, Ben. Yes, not... if
3: you believe that greenhouse gases is the cause of global warming. Well,
4: and, and then, then you have to open up another can of worms, and hopefully this will light up the phone lines. But, you know, it, it, what percentage of It'll global be 50 warming...
3: It'll to open up a can of worms. Oh, my
4: goodness. Get taxed for that. Sorry. <laughs> on, the t- or gents, <laughs> on, on the toilet, man. Okay. <laughs> Nevertheless, you can look up this again. This is called uh, SoundOff Washington May Charge. $40 a 240 yearly greenhouse gas global warming tax. Get used to it, folks. It's going to come out more, and you're going to hear more about this. It goes on. The bill states vehicles getting below 15 miles per gallon, between 15 and 25 miles per gallon, will pay $100 to $180 extra every single year. Vehicles getting over 26 miles per gallon will pay... $40 to 100 every year, so it goes on and it goes on. No. And again, this is typical government solution. This is typical government action. This is what the government's been doing since, the day, since day one. Never mind the problem. Never mind even if it's real. Okay, fine, let's say it is real. For example, if it's real, you don't fix it by taxing people to get their money. You fix it by limiting the greenhouse gases that are being put into the atmosphere. Notice the Army has no trouble with their tanks. Notice they're not taxing the army for doing what they're doing no it's all about the population it's all about people it's all about you and I who drive to work and drive back and they're just gonna tax the hell out of us so it's all about screwing the little guy uh, we know we know two things we know the uh, the taxes are one of them so death and taxes folks mm-hmm. get get used to it <laughs> and then I don't have to say that I'm a young young man and I'm just getting introduced to the system but Again, we've heard about this. We know this is going to happen. And hopefully we can turn this around and actually fight the problem. And, you know, the bottom line, let's take care of our our planet. Let's take care of our economy, our planet, everything that's going on. Let's stop taxing the middle class to fix everything. That's not going to fix the problem. So Animal Farm Radio Show on We The People Radio Network. We'll be right
6: back. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning.
12: What are these so-called Republican frontrunners for president support? Amnesty for illegal aliens like liberals? Out-of-control spending like the Democrats? Nation building overseas? Wasn't that Bill Clinton's policy? Flip-flopping on the issues? What's Republican about any of that? The real Republican is Ron Paul.
0: The Republicans are losing because they did not keep their promise to end big government at home and nation building overseas my record is different
12: yes Ron Paul's record is different Ron Paul has never voted for a tax increase or an unbalanced budget Ron Paul voted against amnesty for illegal aliens Ron Paul voted against nation-building overseas Ron Paul follows the Constitution not the lawyers not the lobbyists not the latest poll learn more about Ron Paul the real Republican running for president go to Ron Paul 2008.com that's ronpaul Paul 2008.com this
6: is Ron Paul candidate for president and I Approve this message. This message brought to you by Grassroots efforts to Electron Paul.
8: This is Dr. Catherine Albright. I've got a hot tip if you'd like to save money when you travel. Bannister Travel Group inc.com your your Wimstop Travel Agent. Whether you're visiting relatives this Christmas, attending a convention, or just eager to trade the winter blues for an umbrella on a tropical beach, the Bannister Travel Group provides convenient online access to the finest travel and lodging choices available and at competitive rates. Check out their website and compare. I'm betting they can save you money when you book your next trip. And would you like to make money when others travel? View the presentation at BannisterTravelGroupInc.com to see how. Then check out TravelProInsider.com and TravelProIncome.com to learn more about this terrific opportunity. The Bannister Travel Group proudly sponsors Joe Bannister's Freedom Above Fortune radio show and hopes you'll consider them as your one-stop travel resource to arrange your next trip or help you pursue your own opportunities in the travel industry. BannisterTravelGroupInc.com. Visit them today
1: the alex jones show broadcast live from
9: 11 a.m to 2 p.m central monday through friday right here on we the people radio network
3: farmshow.com, ladies and gentlemen go check it out join the forums uh, drop us some emails yes. we have a great article on there right now called the five most badass presidents of all time great art It is a hysterical great article. article about all the all the great presidents we got a, a great ones issued Andrew Jackson is the first one John F Kennedy is the second one uh, John Quincy Adams is the third one. Uh, let's see, the fourth one is George Washington, who we all know is a crazy bad Just the egg. picture, Ben, is priceless. I think absolutely the picture says bad. it all. And then Theodore Roosevelt, who's nuts. But go check out the article. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely hysterical. It's written by Daniel O'Brien from crack.com and is just hysterical. You'll get a great laugh. AnimalFarmShow.com. Check it out. Oh boy.
1: <laughs>
3: oh boy got the Hillary Clinton
4: laughing there. Great article, though. Definitely something that ties it all together. It makes you just feel patriotic. Plus, yes. the, what is it, the, uh, the Hulk, the incredible Hulk of the here. Uh, you have to laugh, folks. You have to laugh, because if you don't, you're going to go mad, and you're going to get angry, especially in the
3: information we cover, man. I'll tell you. Unbelievable.
4: You don't laugh Are there at the things that up. make you angry? Oh, you. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Is... Rogers, where do we begin?
3: <laughs> um, ben, there was an interesting article out of
4: the Post, and I, I tell you, New York Post... I don't like it at all, but there are those little two-paragraph articles that do surprise me, and I have no love for Michael Bloomberg, believe me. Michael Bloomberg, though, uh, came out with an allegation but there was a apparent alleged fraud in the unofficial count of New York City's votes, yes, he which left Obama. And th- again, this this is very surprising. New York. I'm read it verbatim. New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg yesterday alleged fraud in the unofficial count of New York City's votes, which left Obama with zero votes in 80 election districts. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, or if you you know haven't turned your TV on, Obama is making incredible progress. He is beating Hillary. I think it was his eighth or ninth or tenth straight victory. He's, he's just swooped by a, by Hillary flown by her. Sure enough, I'm gonna to stick to my guns. You watch. Hillary's gonna win. You Pius, what do you think about this? <laughs> Give us something, Pius. Well Hillary Hillary is going to win. Thank you. Um <laughs> you I've said it from the very beginning. I, I am <laughs> sticking to my guns. I, I I would much rather see Obama, but I have a feeling that Hillary's gonna win. Shut
1: enough. up Shut <laughs> up Shut up Shut up Shut up Shut up Oh boy. Shut
4: up, Shut up. <laughs> you okay, over there. Pilot? Quote: If you want to call it yes. significant undercounting, I guess that's a euphemism for fraud. He said, "This is again Michael Bloomberg. This contradicts what some familiar with the system thought, which was that it's within the range of error for the sloppy unofficial count. So, you know, again, we talk about it. It's election no. fraud." Uh, it's impossible that Obama was left with zero votes in 80 election election districts. But Bloomberg spokesman Stu Luscher reiterated the charge in an email in which he also made clear that the charge was part of the mayor's local campaign to take the Board of Elections out of the control of the local political parties. So I don't know, Ben. I mean, I'm not, again, I don't like uh, Michael Bloomberg at all being a New York resident here.
1: Mm.
4: But uh, the more you look, we, we've covered it uh, before. Even Fox News, Ben had an expert from a university, on. I'll play some of this audio, where, you know, they're exposing that these electronic voting machines are completely unreliable in several different ways. Let me just play a little bit of this.
5: Are the electronic voting machines used across the country vulnerable to hacking? One professor decided to find out for himself.
0: That's right. Joining us right now, Princeton University professor Ed Felton with a demonstration from his study. Good morning to you, Ed. Good morning. Uh, Also, right over there across the studio, you've got the the two kids from Princeton who actually did this work, Ari and uh, Alex. Now tell us, 5% of the country votes with machines like this, right? Yes, that's right. And you are able to hack into it in 10 seconds. It takes uh it takes only a few
9: seconds to insert a computer virus into this voting machine.
5: But how technologically savvy do you have to be to be a hacker to do this? I mean
9: you have to be able to write computer programs. Yep. Uh which a lot of people can do. Sure. Uh you need to be able to open up this door on the side, which anybody with anybody can do. And that's
0: about it. All right, let's see how it works.
5: Yeah, you want to show me if I'm voting, what happens, how it goes wrong,
0: you Mm -hmm. say. So um, we have set this machine up. We've infected it with our virus in advance,
9: okay. and we're running a simulated election here between George Washington and Benedict Arnold.
4: Okay. All right. So you, again, this is all on Fox News. You can just check it out for yourself. Fox covers flawed diebold voting machines or debold. I don't know how the proper pronunciation goes, but they run this election, and I sure like enough,
3: diebold. It sounds.
4: More I, I think it's the right way to pronounce it. <laughs> but they 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 vote one way, and the machine spits out different results. And this again, this is one thing. This is one thing to to insert a computer virus, but the, this is all dependent on if you actually have access to the machine, if you get to it online. There's other ways to hack these things, Ben, and I think we do have Hacking Democracy, which is a great documentary. Um, it's on our website? Yeah, it's true? on
3: our website, yep. Just go to AnimalFarmShow.com and click on Votafrog on the left-hand side and you'll see a series of documentaries and a series of video clips. And the first one is uh, Hacking Democracy, which is an HBO original film. And you also have a trailer out there for another film that's coming out called Uncounted, which is... a uh, very seems very very powerful
4: so who uh, knows how long this has been going on but we all know since 2000 i mean it's just there's just been voter you know again we use we use the term voter fraud and maybe it's more accurate to say election fraud uh thanks to the jack blood little mantra there but either way folks are being screwed and your votes don't mean a damn thing and if you don't believe me then just go watch the documentary for yourself bend your thoughts i mean what else no, can we say about
3: it? I don't know what else to say about it. If we don't have our votes, it's really, don't... really bad. How about that? Is that just you know a really simple way of looking at it? I got I got a, a instant message here from Brave Sir Robin, and uh, he he he's asking us about uh, what we were talking about before with the uh, carbon taxes. And he says, "Here's a rhetorical question for uh for you to present to the people pushing carbon taxes: If taxing carbon will reduce carbon emissions, then does taxing employment reduce employment?"
4: Interesting. Hmm.
3: Hmm. Uh, I was. uh, Yeah,
4: I think. I think it would. Would it not? (laughs)
3: Well, I'm not sure if we're gonna get a response (laughs) out of anybody here.
4: You know, again, the bottom line is that if if you have a problem such as global warming and if it's indeed caused by carbon emissions, uh, CO2 emissions into the atmosphere, you're not going to fix the problem by just saying, hey, well, you got to pay more money for your SUV. No, that's not going to do it. That's no just a way to get rich or more rich off of the people. You've got to put filters on these cars. You've got to figure out a way to limit the amount of gases. It's a very simple thing. Al Gore doesn't give a damn, a damn about carbon emissions. He flies in his jet from place to place. And, you know,
3: yes, life does. life he goes does. on, you know.
13: He, he cares a he, lot. During my cares. service in the United States uh, Congress, uh, I took the initiative in creating the Internet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Gore. Wow. Right. Internet. Really, something smells in here. Thank you, George. <laughs> so you know let us know folks uh eight 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 two zero two one nine eight four. uh so much going on in our beloved country and um in the
3: world at large i have this article right here internet cables possibly sabotage and this is a u.n agency that's saying this now, really we were saying this a long time ago we as always we're saying things way before everybody else gets them and we're being called conspiracy theories of course and, um, you know we're we're they're, they're they were first trying to say that uh, you know, it was boats dragging anchors, large anchors that were ripping these uh, internet <laughs> cables apart, and <laughs> so that's what they were first trying to say. Uh, but now they're saying it's possible that they were sabotaged. So uh,
1: <laughs> you know, when,
3: when you have uh, a couple different quotes, where you have a couple different uh, places very far away from each other and they're getting cut, um, it's not a it's not a freaking boat dragging an anchor.
11: Of course,
4: you know so. everything's a conspiracy theory until it's proven, and then it's just truth or fact and this happens all the time and it happens with almost every single category but just you know feel safe don't worry folks because the US allies have just begun issuing high-tech passports for travelers and this comes out of my home state New York country that have historically friendly relations with the United States on Thursday will begin issuing passports to residents traveling abroad complete with facial recognition software and digital chips more of that Chertoff you know, secrecy stuff going on here. We all knew this was coming, and now it's here. The U.S. State Department is already issuing so-called e-passports to some American travelers as part of the U.S. government's effort to make travel documents more secure in, get this, Ben, a post September eleventh world. <laughs> the department is committed to shutting down the ability of terrorists and criminals to use false travel documents to move freely through our borders. The upgrade to e passports is a significant advance in preventing terrorists from using lost or stolen passports to obtain entry into the United States. <laughs> Homeland Security Secretary. This is Michael Chertoff. That's why we had to give you the, um, the horror music. We had to give you the horror music.
0: And, you know, of course, don't worry about
4: it because we did cover last week that the Department of Homeland Security is now easing up on immigration. They're giving green cards out to almost anybody. And, of course, now they're, they're warning us that... Uh, uh, you know, female homicide bombers are coming. The growing use by terrorist groups of women, some disguised as expected moms to deliver deadly homicide bombs, has prompted the Department of Homeland Security and FBI to issue a rare warning that such attacks could take place on American soil. Ben, terrorism is just all around us. What can we do about terrorism, Ben? Every day, we're just terrorist attacks all over this country, and every single person is a threat, and every entity is a threat. Computers are your threats. There's conspiracies all over the, and they're hey, all theories.
3: You were talking about the you know the, the female pregnant women <laughs> finding out uh, you know that they may be that they may be terrorists. I have an article in relation to that, so we'll talk about that when we get back. But folks are listening to the Animal Farm, We the People Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: This war will end in the defeat of the terrorists, the total, terror, terror, totalitarian. <laughs>
6: It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this infobomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning
9: we Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is far none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, gulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866- 762-9238. 1-866- 762-9238. Or simply go to enterfood.com. That's E-N-E-R enterfood.com. Tell them Jack flood sent you.
7: You can get justice. If you've been railroaded by the system, there is something you can do. I'm Randy Kelton from the Rule of Law on We The People Radio Network. At our new seminar, we'll demonstrate our techniques to enforce due process. Every step the jack-booted police and corrupt courts take is horrendously illegal. Whatever the details of your case, when public officials violate law, they disqualify themselves and the prosecution. We will show you what crimes they routinely commit as a matter of policy. We will provide step-by-step remedies to get your case thrown out. You'll receive a CD containing examples of every document you need and a practice guide. Just fill in the blanks and file. If you've paid thousands to an attorney, we'll show you what he should have done and how to make him wish he had. Our next seminar is on March the first, two 2008 at Brave New Books in Austin, Texas. We start at 10 a.m. and we'll go until they throw us out. Reserve your place at ruleoflawradio.com.
9: News, politics, cover-ups government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Animal Farm Show on the We the People Radio Network. Uh, we are moving. We're going to be doing Tuesdays and Thursdays now. Um, we're getting an earlier time slot, which is... a uh, Maybe we're going to be exposed to more listeners. Yeah. We are. We are moving on up. Thank you. So thank you for the
4: listenership and thank you for the support. But yes, yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays now.
3: Yep, Tuesdays and Thursdays, seven to nine Eastern time, six to eight Central time. So that'll be that'll be fun. So this article that I have in regards to what we what we left off, where they were telling that you know they were saying that we have to watch out for female pregnant women. <laughs> <laughs> that are gonna the are of Homeland people.
4: Security saying this, of yes. course.
3: Yes. Well it turns out that the uh, uh the bombers, the suicide bombers that we were told were retarded people actually weren't retarded. The Al Qaeda ones. The Al Qaeda oh, ones. Boy. Uh, who they were saying that they uh, strapped bombs to uh, people with Down syndrome, retarded people, and walked them into a, a place and then detonated them uh, remotely? Um, they actually turned out they didn't have Down syndrome and they weren't retarded.
4: So oh, that's that's great.
3: Yes, and and Saddam didn't throw babies out of incubators. Also,
4: well, in you know what? News. But this is what the media does. This is what the the industrial mil- military industrial complex do. They they come up with these articles. It's shocking at first. Everybody remembers the article because it came out. as front page news or it's second page or third page news, uh-huh. and then it disappears into the memory hole when the update comes up, saying, ah, well,
3: we didn't quite have that
4: one right. It's yeah. that not actually true?
3: Actually, that turned out to not be true. They were actually, uh, they weren't retarded, and their IQ was 125.
4: This has been going on forever, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a tactic that our, our government has used for so long.
3: And all governments, you know. Of course, you know. It's the... Just,
4: it's the way you control media. It's the way you control thought and the way you control people's minds. And, you know, you come up with a story. It's complete bull. And then by the time you come out with a new story that's actually true, it gets, uh, you know, forgotten about. No one fucks Complete talks
1: about it. control is just a flick of a
4: switch. Absolutely. You know, and again, you know... It- you don't expect, if you hire someone to do a job, you don't expect them to come back to you and say, oh, by the way, I'm not sure about this. You know, uh, this is happening. You know, you got Chertoff worrying about, you know, massive bombs. You got Mike McConnell coming out saying we're in incredible danger. George Bush came out this week and said that we're, you know, he thinks that, you know, Al Qaeda is going to plan another attack. It's always Al Qaeda. Al
3: Qaeda terrorism, Al Qaeda terrorism, the Taliban. Yes, the Republicans staged a heroic walkout and,
1: uh,
3: protest were happening. Because they're not giving immunity to uh, to uh, the, the uh, corporations that violated our, our civil liberties, um, and it's really endangering America. So they stage this heroic walkout. And uh, with a with a press with press waiting for them when they walked out in uh, a podium with microphones yeah. wired in.
4: Another sham, you know, another sham. Republican Democrats, the same crap, and yeah, it's being it. controlled in the same way. And if you know, if you think that Democrats are gonna get elected and save you, then fine. Good luck. And wake me up, you know, when when you're done sleeping. But at the same time, Ron Paul's still in the debate. We haven't really uh, we haven't really talked about Ron Paul at all tonight there, Ben. No, we haven't.
3: We haven't talked about He's Ron Paul. He's still
4: in the race, and of course we all know McCain is most likely getting the nominee. Yep. Huckabee's just in there, I think, for the sake of being in there. Yeah,
3: and now the mainstream media has proceeded to not even put him on the screen when uh, the votes are coming in, and yeah, that's been and going he, on. And that he's not there. I, you know, I have a theory uh, here that I, I have a theory that Mike Huckabee is in it just to block Ron Paul. You know, because I actually agree. If Mike Huckabee is in it, isn't it not in it, then they have to. They can't say that McCain is the winner. They have to acknowledge that there's another person running, so they have to mention Ron Paul's. Well, that, name. So they put that's it. This yeah, fake this little fake conservative, fake counter revolutionary in there Yeah. To try to snatch people. Uh, uh, away from you know because nobody likes McCain so they say, oh, we're going to vote for uh, for Mike Suckerby because, you know, <laughs> I don't like McCain and uh, there's nobody else out there. Ron Paul doesn't even exist.
4: So, well, you know, McCain's obviously conservative. He wants a hundred-year war and he wants amnesty for illegal aliens. So, you know, that's that's as conservative as you as it gets. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the little Ron Paul news we do have. Ron Paul obviously has a lot going on besides just the presidential race. He's got the congressional seat. But finally, the mainstream media, when we come back, we're going to play it. The mainstream media finally starts to cover... The fact that Ron Paul is still the most popular candidate amongst military folk, and of course they do add the Obama name now. They, I don't know if you heard the, the report, Ben It's uh-huh. talk about Obama and Ron Paul, but Ron Paul, in the very beginning, has always kind of boasted about how he's got so much su- support from the military and military folk to end the war. When we come back, we're going to play the actual CNN actual uh, you know the report that they admit this. so when we come back to stay tuned.. <laughs>
1: We'll tell you anything you want to
4: hear. We lie like hell. Cheering to getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network.
1: Listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network.
4: The mainstream media can talk about Ron Paul however they want, or they can ignore him, which is exactly what they've done. They've ignored Ron Paul and the message. But just go drive on any highway in America, folks, and you will see Ron Paul signs, and I see them all over the place.
10: You know what I'm digging is that Ron Paul guy. Yes,
4: Howard uh, Howard Stern. Uh, you know, again, a lot of people might look at the Ron Paul campaign, and if he doesn't get the nominee, they might say, "Oh, it's a complete failure." But Ron Paul has woken up a lot of people, and it's just about the movement. It's about starting to care and starting to think about government and the role of government in a completely different manner. But before we get into my tirade about Ron Paul, uh, this was his commercial. I think this is this is a radio commercial. This was released a while ago, maybe by three or four months ago and I want to play this and I want to back it up with some CNN actual coverage
12: a proud military veteran who served our nation Ron Paul salutes and supports our troops who protect and defend our freedom but who do the troops support Ron Paul the record shows they're standing up for him our troops have spoken and Ron Paul is the choice for their next Commander-in-Chief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Ron Paul,
4: and I proved this message. This makes you want to wrap yourself up with the American flag, doesn't it? <laughs> oh. Gets me a little teary-eyed as well. That guy's voice does a good job. But nevertheless, it is true, and uh, CNN decided to do some coverage on this whole idea and, you know, take care of what you will, but they also include Obama in the mix.
13: are actually throwing their financial support behind the most vocal of the anti-war candidates. Let's go to CNN's Brian Todd. He's watching this story for us. Brian, who's getting the most donations
7: from U.S. troops? Well, Wolf, the winner by far is the man who has surprised us since this campaign season began with his overall fundraising ability. If you're basing your vote on a candidate's position on Iraq, Ron Paul and Barack Obama won't leave you confused on where they stand. It's unconstitutional. It's an undeclared war. The war in Iraq
13: was unwise.
4: <laughs> what a comparison. Wow. I listened to that. Holy crap. I'm, I'm sitting there I think I'm sitting there last night preparing this audio and I'm sitting, you know, I know, okay, Obama has spoken out against the war, but <laughs> Ron Paul's sitting there saying, This war is unconstitutional, it's against our constitution, it's, it's undeclared.
3: undeclared. Yes. And then Obama says, We're wasting all this money the... and <laughs> Obama says, the war in Iraq. Was
1: unwise.
3: <laughs> yeah, those blasts
7: could be striking a positive chord within the U.S. military. According to the Center for Responsive Politics, which tracks the government's information on campaign contributions, Ron Paul is by far the leading recipient of cash from current members of the military. Among those who gave more than $200, the group says, Paul brought in more than $210,000 last year. Fellow war opponent Obama is far behind, but places second with more than ninety four thousand dollars.
4: All right, so they go on, you know. The, the idea here is that they're actually finally covering Ron Paul, and believe it or not, I mean, if you go to CNN.com slash video, Ben, you will see they actually interviewed Ron Paul, and there's was yes. a full five or six minute interview with him. So maybe now,
3: wow, maybe wow. they figure
4: he's not he's got no chance now. Maybe because he's running for his congressional seat, maybe they figure
3: out right, now we can cover this guy. Yeah, but maybe that's the way it happens. He was on Lou Dobbs talking about the North American Union as well. I mean, but you know, this is. It's a perfect example. The troops are like, "Get me the hell out of here!" <laughs> we got, got to get Ron Paul in there, you know. Come on, I mean, I know seriously, you know, I, I know that he's not going to be sending me back either, you know. And how many? Yeah,
4: how many terms can we put these people, these poor people, through? I mean, they've got yeah, three or four or five consecutive terms with these with the military folk. and yeah, I mean, eventually, poor people
3: get, are blowing their own brains out and coming home, and there was, yeah. other people, and you know,
4: and there were a couple of stories that came out of the news in the last couple of days that I refuse to talk about because of how horrific and. How unbelievably immoral they were regarding troops and sh- and the effects of the war, and I won't talk about them because it's just something I don't want to bring up. You know uh, that this war is. Well, un- we may
3: we may have to get into that, man. You know, one yeah. of these days we may have to get into that. It's a painful subject, you know, yeah. and I don't I hate to see our troops being treated like this, and I hate to see them, you know, going ape shit and going AWOL.
4: Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. I mean, the bottom line is this: whatever happened to the war? You know, we have these debates. All of a sudden now, everything is health care and illegal immigrants and all these things. Whatever happened to the war? When did the war start becoming a non-issue in these debates? Hillary and Obama might as well get boxing gloves on and get a, a bunch of steel poles or jousting sticks and just beat the hell out of each other. McCain's sitting there saying, I really admire Huckabee. I really think it. You know you're winning the nominee. Shut up. Yeah. Okay? All of a sudden now, we're not even talking about the war anymore. I have not heard on, in the last three debates. Anything except except for maybe Ron Paul talking about the war. Everything now is health care and illegal immigration, which are obviously very important issues. But the war is number one. Ben,
3: well, I it think has to be number one. I think it will be number one when it when it comes to the Democrats and uh, debating the Republicans. I don't think when, so. When John McCain gets on there, the Democrats are going to use the war to their advantage. They're they're going to use it big time. And I hear I hear neocons on the radio right now talking about yes. how they hope. And Hillary gets the nomination so that McCain can easily beat her. But if Hillary gets the nomination, she's going to be president because Man. McCain's losing. There's, There's no way. Sucks. So that's it. That's our show for for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. com. Check us out. Sign up for the forums. Uh, email us. Let us know what you think. We'll be back Tuesday of next week for our new time slot Tuesday night yes, Tuesday night from 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time 6 to 8 Central Time so stay tuned folks we'll be back on Tuesday talk to you then take care folks
11: thank you goodbye I said
1: it won't be too long
11: whether I'm I said
1: it won't be too long